show and tell now, shall we? What is good, my beautiful people? I am Creator K, and welcome to episode 8 of the Show and Tell podcast, a monthly show dropping every first Tuesday of each month, where a special guest and I share stories, music, and art that you should know about because sharing is caring. In this episode, I am joined by photographer and founder of print magazine, Visual Mag, Rita Tanega. If you're a new listener, this is how show and tell goes down. Part one of the show is where we get to dive deep into the mind of our guests and find out what makes them tick and what they've been working on lately. In part two, we have show and tell. The guests and I each bring in one item that we have been digging lately, whether that be an album that has been on repeat, an artist that deserves more eyes and ears, or a story that is worth listening to, we share what it means to us and why you might like it too. In this episode, Rita and I use part one to talk about how her love for cameras blossomed into an overall passion for photography, what it's like creating print media in the age of digital with Visual Mag, and how important in real life events are for the arts. In part two, I bring one of my favorite rap mixtapes to the table in Joey Badass's 1999, while Rita shares some of the music and movies she's into. With that said, let's get it. All right, welcome to episode eight of the Show and Tell podcast. I am your host, Creator K, and joining me on the show is the lovely Rita Tanega. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm fantastic. Um, I should also say before we continue, if any sound gets picked up, that's our third guest. That's Mother Nature mm-hmm. outside. The wind is insane right now. <laughs> it just happened to pick today to uh, just like rip the siding off of our house and yeah. stuff. So uh, yeah, welcome Mother Nature. Well. Yeah, thank you, Mother Nature, for for, for coming through. Um, so Rita, tell the audience who you are, what you do. Okay, well, um, as you mentioned, I am the lovely Rita, aka Rita Tanega. I am a photographer and also the founder of Visual Mag. I love so, it. Yeah, yeah very, very, <laughs> very strong. Your description is a lot better than, than mine is when I introduce myself to people. Oh, really? Like, yeah. what's your... <laughs> I don't know. I, I, well, I guess, I guess if you look at my social media, it's creator of things, curator of energy, mm-hmm. but that's kind of like... People are like, well, okay, well, what do you do? Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know, because I, I guess it's because I do a bunch of different stuff, but I, and I also like to talk a lot. If people haven't picked up on that mm-hmm. by episode eight, um, I'm not great at being succinct, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like get right to the point. Um, so you are a photographer. How long have you been doing photography for? It's weird because it started out like eighth grade mm-hmm. when I was just doing it for fun, like collecting cameras, shooting with my dad. But after high school is when I started professionally. So I like to say like in 2012, since yeah. 2012. Yeah. Because that's when I picked it up professionally and like made a made it for me. Right. So. And actually started to really pursue it. And, exactly. And get exactly. better at yeah. it. Yeah. 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 So was, is your dad a photographer as well? Did you get that from him? In a way, yeah. Yeah. So back in Kenya, he used to take a lot of pictures of mm-hmm. us, of the family, and I used to like go around with them. So seeing him taking pictures kind of like sparked an interest in me taking pictures so for me i was actually more obsessed with cameras than Mm. the actual taking pictures how many cameras do you own okay uh (laughs) let's see if i can do it on top of my head so three film cameras three polaroids two digital so that's eight wow yeah (laughs) i think i did my math right that's eight okay wow yeah i have two oh that's that's still good too How, how many of them do you use I only, so my parents surprised me for my birthday and they got me the um, Nikon 850, mm-hmm. I've been dying to get it and like was saving up for it, but they're like, oh no, we got, we got you. Yeah. So I've been using that a lot more, um, but I'm trying to go back and shoot a little film a little bit. Um, I feel like when I first started 
with film, I was like a little bit discouraged because it doesn't seem like I was getting the settings right. So every time I'll go and get a picture developed, it was like black or it would mm-hmm. be like um, too exposed. So I was just like, you know, I'm just gonna take a pause and go back to digital and like figure that out. Yeah. But um, so hopefully I'll go back to the film so I can get to use like all different types of. Um, yeah, because there's, yeah. there's even there's more steps with film. Like mm-hmm. just you said, like like you said, there's, there's the development process. Yeah, and I've never even touched film. I think I was gonna take a class that was film, and they in college, and they didn't provide the cameras. We had to like buy our own. That's own. why I didn't yeah. take it, which is lame. But hey, I was a college student, mm-hmm. <laughs> I had a budget. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, there's there's another level to that. So no, there definitely is. Yeah. And the great thing about going back and shooting with film, like I started a little bit, um, a couple. Of weeks ago and I was just basically going back to my dad I'm like all right dad if I do this setting and this setting like what picture like how it look um because his when he was taking pictures using film Mm. so he's a little bit of an expert Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) so I have that and then YouTube of course um and then I use my Polaroids for family events and visual mag shooting we always try to keep a little momentum for the models or I get to keep it and hopefully put it up on mm-hmm. the wall in the future. Yeah. Vision Mag office. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So your Instagram bio says you are a lover of the creator. Yes. Can you expand upon that? So that's more... Because it plays of, into Visual Mag too. Like, it does. Right? But I feel... It's interesting that you said that because when I put that as my bio, it's just basically saying I have a relationship with God. Um, it's my way of just showing that, you know, I'm a believer. I grew up in a Christian household and God is always with me and I'm always with God. So everything, okay. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kind yeah. of like that. Yeah. I'm, no, I'm glad, I'm glad to learn that. I think yeah. that's cool to know. Cause I just assumed from my perspective, it's like, you know, being creator K, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I assumed that maybe it was about like the creator, but, but that makes it, a lot of yeah, sense. Yeah. But it could be, you know, because with God creating and me being a creator is kind of like, I'm not trying to like be God. Yeah, but created, he created you to create. <laughs> yes, as well. basic. I yeah. like that. Yeah. I like that. So I wrote this question down, which is kind of like a, I don't know, it might be a little lame, but okay. I think it's fun to ask other visual artists. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can ask people who make music this too, but I think people who have visual, who make visual art, um, I like to ask what your favorite color is, or if you have a favorite color, maybe color scheme. Ooh, okay, good question. So, favorite color red. Okay. But what I mean, what kind of red? Blood red. Oh, okay. oh wow! All right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but I've been dabbling with like different colors of green. I've mm-hmm. noticed I've been like leaning towards green a lot, and I feel like it's ever since I got my car. I actually wanted a red car, but my dad's like, "Oh, let's just get the green one. It's fine." Yeah. And I've noticed that. All right, I have a green car. I have like, you know, green nails or something. It was like. Little things I'll notice that I didn't have before, I'm starting to see the color in it. And then also dabbled into yellows and grays and not just red. So I'm like right. branching out into like different colors and seeing yeah. how, what works with what. And I feel like it plays um, well I'm like when I'm taking pictures, I'm always like, all right, if you're wearing this color, we should shoot behind this color because I feel like it'll go great and it's like probably never done before. It's probably... It has been done before, but, like, I haven't seen it, but, like, um, it's just, like, a way to showcase different colors in your photograph, if, you know? Yeah, if that makes I know. Any sense. No, I know. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, because it's one of the principles of design. Yeah. It's color. Mm-hmm. So, and I should just say that while we're talking about photography and Rita's photography specifically, if you go to 
her Instagram right now. So if you want to take a look at it while we're talking about it, get mm-hmm. a better idea. It's uh, at the lovely Rita underscore, or yes. is it the underscore first? Underscore the, second. At the lovely Rita underscore. Yeah. So, so go so go check out her work. You don't even need to pause the podcast yeah. to go check it out. <laughs> you, can, you can listen to our voices serenade you while you witness her visual arts. Yes. Yeah. Uh, has your favorite color? So has red always been your favorite color? Red has always okay. been my favorite color. Uh, my favorite color changes like constantly. Bro. It was it was it was neon orange when, when I oh, was a kid. Really? Yeah, I don't know. It's, that's different. Well, yeah, it was, it yeah, was orange. I, I had a pair of orange, bright orange soccer cleats. Okay. I liked bright colors, but now, now that I'm more down to earth, mm. I like earth tones. Yeah, earth okay. tone. I like I like mint green, which isn't an earth tone, but I like mint green. I like more of like the rosy purplish red okay and uh the color for show and tell like the main color for the logo mm-hmm. is like a peach peachish orange yeah mm-hmm. which yeah. is probably my favorite one right now but it changes constantly yeah it and, looks good uh, on that blue by the way thank you yeah, thank you. yeah <laughs> i don't know if you do that on purpose yeah um but it, it does change a lot and i don't know if there's a deeper meaning to that mm. or if it's just like a because it's, it's not like it changes day to day changes like is it by mood or like kind how of. you feeling that season? Yeah, okay. Kind of. But but definitely over everything. I like for some reason I like desaturated colors, mm. more of like uh pastel okay. tones. Yeah. And I think that's actually almost a problem for me when I design because it makes me not wanna that, that like eliminates a whole other type of like color palette. Yeah. So that that almost is a detriment. And I'm trying to work through that a yeah. little bit with, with some of the more from scratch designs where I'm free to choose what other, whatever color scheme I want, but uh, pastels for sure. Yeah, no, I, I totally know. understand. I feel yeah. like when I'm like creating a flyer for Visual Mag or any event, I'm always leaning into the darker tones and never like the light tones. Right. Yeah, so I feel. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I want you to walk me through your shoot process because I want to hear from a perspective of a photographer who is doing it, you know, day in, day out, mm-hmm. ra- rather than just someone like me who doesn't bring their camera with them. <laughs> uh, so do you have any exercises or rituals you like to perform while you are shooting? Is there any, like, I mean, type, type of music you like to have on or yes. do you burn incense? Do you have <laughs> a drink? Like, walk me through your process. Oh, it's funny that you mentioned drink because I realize that I do this a lot, especially when I'm shooting a wedding. Mm. or uh, shooting a big event. I always have a water and a Dunkin' Donuts ice, but with like little ice. So it's like medium mm-hmm. black coffee. So I'm always balancing between water and coffee every photo shoot yeah. I do. Especially not a photo shoot, but like any wedding shoot I do or any event shoot I do because you need water and you also yeah. need coffee. Like, right. <laughs> yeah, and um, as far as, you know, any rituals, I music plays a factor and how I shoot and who I shoot with and in a way I always ask like the model like what do you want to listen to because in that way when they're listening to something they're they listen to in the car or at home or whatever they are it brings more to them in the shoot especially mm-hmm. if they're nervous and they've never been in front of a camera I'm always like all right let's relax let's turn up some tunes like just dance it out a little bit and go from there and I feel like having music in the background it could be any type it could be you know from hip-hop to reggae to um dancehall to pop it could be anything or whatever the model's into and we incorporate into our shoots and in the way it just makes the shoot more fun and you feel relaxed and you can be yourself and i like like doing that for the people i work with making them feel comfortable yeah to make them feel comfortable um i always try to 
you know, say I'm like a very down to earth person and like I won't like push you to do anything you don't mm-hmm. want to do. But sometimes I'm always like, oh, you want to like jump and do a flip bed? We'll catch that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll capture that. And they've never done it before. Right. But um. But if you put them in that situation, like if you make them feel comfortable. Yes. With, even with just the music or, mm-hmm. or, or like, yeah, just the positive energy. Big. I'm yes. a big believer in energy okay. in, in that mm-hmm. situation. So mm-hmm. you get them to do that, then they're more willing to to go for to it to express themselves which exactly. is the whole like point of the photo shoot no? exactly yeah? nope it's totally true right. you got it <laughs> so is there any way outside of maybe the water and the coffee that you, is there anything that you do that makes you comfortable like in a shoot do you do you get nervous like before shoots or during shoots at all i get nervous before shoots yeah um you know as much as you know i want to be able to capture you know the person's true self like i'm always nervous like what if i don't or what if the picture just turns out to be crap like I will I guess I'm like hard on myself mm-hmm. but I'm like trying to shake that off and be like you know it's gonna be great it's gonna be awesome and like just going into the positive mentality as you said you know with energy having great energy will reflect in the photos that people see yeah yeah so as uh, for me like what do I guess I just like listen to music on the way yeah just yeah, yeah. I I feel, music plays a huge part in yeah. like, any little thing I do and like right. um it sets the mood of, of the day, and I'm just I just ride with it. Past the shooting process, when you go into the post production, when you're editing photos, is there anything that sticks out that you do, or that you notice that you like to have going on while you're editing? Like, what what kind of music do you like to listen to when you edit? Does that kind of match what you play during the shoot, or do you like to like play a specific genre? I play a specific genre. And it's what is a little that? bit more chill. Yeah. So. You know, you have the the YouTube lo-fi beats to study. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, I have Taku. I have Flume. Mm. So it's just. Do you listen to Flume's new album? Not yet. Oh, Not yeah. yet. Is well, it good? Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. I actually recommend if you have it in you, if you have the time to do so, mm. watch the forty-five minute or watch like the visualizer that came with it. Because oh, nice. it plays the the mixtape. Okay. Uh, front to back would seamlessly, but it also had it's like one giant music video oh nice and it's amazing obviously if you know if you want to just listen to it on your car at home <laughs> you know I, either, what would you recommend like listen to it or watch it first i listened to it first okay and be- only because i didn't know the visualizer was out and okay. then uh my friend who told me the music came out he said there's a visualizer too mm-hmm. and we watched it together and it's it's pretty incredible so i i, I don't know um okay. only I only had one chance to do one of the things first, so I yeah. don't know. Leave it up to you. Okay. But yeah, I'll, so you I'll like see. to listen to Flume and Taku. Yeah, and, also uh, I like a lot of acoustic artists. Seafret, mm-hmm. he's like this recent artist. I just, okay. well, to me, he's recent. I feel right. like he's, he's probably been out. I don't out know who that is. I don't think. More, but he's really, he's really good. I like yeah. some of his stuff. Um, yeah. It's very mellow, acoustic vibes, and it's just great for editing because it's just yeah. more relaxed and I get to channel in like how do I want to edit the photo or mm. how like what do I want the viewers to see when they see a photo you know it can never mm. sometimes I feel like like you have the basic art shoot and obviously you're going to feel something from it but also I want like a simple headshot from like you know mm-hmm. to feel something because in a way that's art the process in general I'm, I'm a huge fan of and believer in mm-hmm. but the editing process is awesome because I don't know if I mentioned it in a past episode, but I just love, I love video editing. That's my, my bread and butter, but I don't get to listen to music when I'm doing it. 
I get to listen to like two frames of music at a time because I have to play. <laughs> over, yeah. yeah, over and, and over I go a little again. insane. But editing photos or graphic design, I love just being able to just let music ride. Yeah. And it allows me to listen to albums fully because mm-hmm. I feel like with a lot of stuff that I do with show and tell, I'm curating for playlists. So I'm kind of just listening for bits and pieces and be like, okay, this this fits into the playlist or this like fits for whatever it is I need it for. Mm-hmm. But like editing, I get to really listen to albums. And you dive in, you like, yeah. you feel it more. Yeah. Yeah. So Visual Mac, Visual, Visual Mac. Mac, you are the founder and editor in chief of Visual Mac. Give a description, long or short, on what Visual Mag is. Ooh, okay, I'll give you a short one. Okay. So Visual Mag is a print platform that highlights local and all creatives and we give them a platform to share the stories and inspire people in their community based in lowell massachusetts based in lowell, so massachusetts. It's, so it's local like boston greater boston area correct or new england yep yeah new yep. england New England. so and it's print but you also have you know social media as well correct. so a little bit of correct. digital mm-hmm. content as well but why the, the big question that i want to ask you is why do you want to do print because I'm sure people have told you it's a dying art or a dying medium. Mm-hmm. So what? I've gotten that before. Why? Do, why go print? Why not? Hey, <laughs> That's my yes. answer. Like, yeah, exactly. Why not? Yeah. I feel like we have Instagram, we have Tumblr, we have Facebook, and it's just all in our phones. Like sometimes it's always good to have that different medium that you can hold and that you can see and you can visualize mm-hmm. and like take time and be a part of it. Because it's always so easy to. You go on Instagram, you like scrolling through the feed, like are you really looking at a photo or if you are and you're just sharing, then that's it, you're done. But I feel like with the magazine, you just get to, like I don't know how people respond to it, but to me, when I see, you know, the photos I've taken that are in the magazine, I'm always like, wow, this this is good. And like, yeah. I want to be in it. Like I I just want to have like my moment with Not everybody is, can do it. And not, not everybody yeah. can do print media. Because you can be a photographer and just upload onto Instagram. Of course. But if you have a physical... It's a different... It just feels... It's a different... Energy. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just like you get to see the colors a lot more or... I don't know. I just like the feeling that it gives when it's on paper. And I feel like it's also great for the artists who are featured to be like, I'm in this book. Like, you know, like this is my work right here. Yeah. And things on the internet may live forever, as people say, but they can be deleted. And if you have a physical copy of a magazine, the only way that that's going to go away as if it like, like gets burns. burned <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, the, when the world explodes or whatever's true, gonna happen true true yeah um yeah so visual mag what's the issue that's coming out issue six six yeah and what, when does that it's drop mind-blowing april 20th 420 <laughs> <laughs> it is a uh, it is 100% uh marijuana based issue <laughs> yes everything is it with the green color scheme yeah um, and it's also edible so yeah, it's all, you can eat it you, you can, can eat it's it. a one giant rolling paper yes basically <laughs> so that comes out so i'm i mean this is a dumb question but you're excited yeah i'm ecstatic yeah I've, this... I've been excited since like i started talking about it yeah when, <laughs> yeah. when uh when did you finish it Last week. Yeah. Last week. How long does it take Sunday. to put a, a one together from start to finish? Three months. From from like conception, like the idea mm-hmm. to completion. Mm-hmm. Wow. So the idea, I think it's a little bit four, four months. The idea started like around December. It was just my friends and I were talking, and my friend Sarah suggested like, why don't you do roots? And I'm like, oh, I can dive into that and then from roots turn into culture and culture turn into issue issue six so we started off with 
getting the idea, putting it out on social media so people can start submitting, and you'll also like, cause I like taking pictures. I yeah. want like being involved in it's your like, magazine. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, there's some models who like have a photographer, some who don't. So I always like jump in. I'm mm-hmm. like, I, don't worry, I got you. I can take the pictures. And, um, you know, coming up with the idea, the concept, and planning the shoots, and after the shoot is the editing, and receiving submissions, sending interview questions, getting that back, and editing that, and basically a lot of sleepless nights. Yeah, sounds really good. And, oh, it is. But I feel like I've created a system to, Mm -hmm. it works for me, and it works well, because I work a nine-to-five, and, well, eight-to-five, and, uh, (laughs) yeah, yeah. (laughs) hours the extra hour. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um yeah i created a system of like all right i'll come home and i'll do this this and that for like this week and then next week will be more and then the weekends i'm like all right i'm not doing anything starting morning ending at god knows what hour mm-hmm. um until it needs to be done so when i finished it was actually sunday i started it was saturday morning at eight o'clock so when i woke up and i was like into it yeah, worked all the way through Sunday at four is when I PM AM AM yeah jeez and I was done wow. and I was like freaking out I was like dancing yeah. around the house <laughs> yeah I can imagine I was like I'm done <laughs> like I love that feeling and then I got emotional because it's just like oh like like my baby's being yeah. born I don't know <laughs> I always yeah. call them my babies which yeah but it's just like you know seeing it come together and then be done and then like it's coming in tomorrow and I get to hold it in my hands so it's it's a very emotional feel for me just to finish the magazine and see it in hand and like understanding like the people feature when they see it like how Mm -hmm. they're going to react like yeah it's just full-on joys and happiness and (laughs) that sounds amazing yeah yeah so I'm begging the question here but is there anything you do to celebrate the release of the magazine (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tell me more. Well, um, so we do a release party every quarter, and it's just basically a celebratory networking event. Mm. Um, and the reason I call it networking is because every artist featured is different, and they have their own circle, and everybody else has their different circle. But when they come to the spaces, they get to meet other people, and they get to network. I've heard like a lot of stories where we featured... Um, a New York rapper in our one year anniversary issue and the makeup artist that we featured in the same issue was like I didn't know this rapper existed until Mm -hmm. I saw his um, story and like searched his music up and now I'm listening to him and it's great and it's just like stuff like that where people come to me and tell me it's like oh I wouldn't have met that person if if I didn't come to a visual mag party so in a way it's like you come into networking you get to meet different creatives um, who are doing the same thing as you or who you can learn from or who you want to collaborate with. And it's always a lot of Instagram people that you actually get to see in real yeah, life. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. like, I follow you yeah. and now I'm seeing you in person. Yeah. So um, not, that's why I always call it like a networking event, but it's also a party because we're coming together, we're celebrating this issue and we're celebrating your hard work and not just like me, but like people in it because they, they took their time out to write and they took a time out to um, plan a photo shoot you know and submit and show their artwork and we still want to celebrate that and um it's great because we i've seen people who bring their moms to the party and like this is what i'm part of Mm -hmm. and 
I love that because like my parents are always there and they've been there since day one. Yeah. And it's funny because um, being a Kenyan is not very common for your parents to support you if you're not a nurse or a doctor mm-hmm. or an engineer. So I'm like breaking that barrier yeah. and trying driving into the art world. And I think for them, they see how much time and hard work I put into it. So they are supportive. So they're always running sales at the door, and those are the first people you get to see (laughs) when you walk in is my parents, and I appreciate them for that. And my little sister, too, she's involved because she comes to shoots, like she tries to come to shoots with me, and she gets to see the behind the scene and being a part of that. So. And she gets to see it come to fruition. At the yes, end. Yeah. yes, yeah. So, I mean, I, you pretty much already answered the question I'm about to ask, but how important is having something like that, having a physical event where you get to be in the presence, physically in the mm-hmm. presence of other people, other creatives, how important is that for a brand like yours? It's 100% important. Yeah. Yeah, like we're visual people. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, so um, it's very important. I feel like, uh, the other thing I'm, I'm, I'm gonna actually mention in this question is like artists featured we also give them the platform to perform mm. so in a way they're having their own little gig and it's just great to have a day to come and celebrate art you know it's great to get out of the house because like, a lot of the people like creatives they're probably holed up especially in the winter yeah yes it's a nice, <laughs> nice time to like yeah just come out of hiding come out of hiding come have a good yeah. time um I feel like since the beginning I've been saying free food and good vibes mm-hmm. and that's what it is I think it's always well not always free food but it's always good vibes like every yeah. time you leave a visual mag event I want you to feel like you had just had the greatest day ever you know mm-hmm. and um, so that's what we create and then we have your brother who DJs yeah that and, the BBC <laughs> yes. Omar and, and or, Omar. Uh, sorry Fumesco and oh, Killer Kowalski yes and, yes, and was the last one you had the first time you had live performances mm, no okay. actually what was the last no 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 so the one year anniversary is when we actually started branching out into doing live performances and I like that I like that yeah, people featured great. we can have them perform their art you know mm-hmm. and if they're painters they can hang their painting on the wall if it's possible which is great because like also like hey come see my art on the wall mm-hmm. you know the visual mag release party coming out for uh issue six mm-hmm. is 420 420 correct. Right. correct um i will be there it'll be the first time i've gone to one so i'm really excited the last one i didn't get to make it to unfortunately yeah. but um <laughs> you, so what what uh can i look forward to is there going to be performances this yep. time? it's going to be performances going to be free food um and awesome djs live live music event i'm i'm very excited and everybody should go if you're in the the new england area um lowell boston um surrounding area you should definitely go where's where's it at this one's going to be in lowell okay yeah and then the one in july which is like our anniversary is usually in boston Awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, I'll mention this at the end, but I'll mention it now as well. So, Visual Mag is Visual Mag underscore on Instagram? Correct. Correct. Awesome. So, check out Visual Mag as well as Rita to to stay up to date for the Visual Mag um, release as well as the release party. And uh, we're going to leave part one there. We'll come back in part two for show and tell.
Welcome back to Show and Tell. This is part two, which is obviously called Show and Tell. This is where I ask the guest to bring in some sort of item of significance, whether it be music, a book, a movie, a quote, a, another podcast. Um, but in all honesty, you should only be listening to the Show and Tell podcast. That's and right. no other ones. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, and they talk about what it means to them and why you might like it too. Um, I bring in an item as well. Would you like to go first, or would you like me to go first? You go first. Okay, I'll I go did first. a lot of talking part. part well, I mean, that's I mean that you're making my job easier, so <laughs> I have no complaints. So I have uh, a music item because hey, I like music. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah. I wanted to talk about my favorite, not my favorite, could be, but it's one of my favorite uh, hip hop albums. I mean, it's technically a mixtape, but okay. I call it an album just based on the the length. Mm -hmm. um, it is Joey Badass's 1999. Okay. Have you listened to this mixtape before? Mm -mm. Okay. I have not. So something I need to do now. <laughs> now, now this is where I get to f to try to flex my I don't know ability or my desire to like put people onto things. So, oh. what kind of hip hop music do you prefer to listen to, or is there one that you Ooh. is it any kind? Do you like a specific style? Because obviously, so you have like boom bap like old school yeah um sounding hip-hop you have like trap like Correct. you know chief keef and uh like future future and, yep um and then you have more of like the conscious rap um which is like kind of like kendrick lamar okay. like uh, it just the lyrics have more of a meaning j cole j cole yeah, yeah. um okay. and then there's i mean there's other kinds too but those are like the, the three that come to mind right away yeah um trap is gosh, really broad i mean yeah, there, there's trap like is, it is broad and i feel like with trap is more like I don't listen to it to just chill. Like I don't yeah. listen to it to get hype. Um, but I do like you know J Cole, Kendrick Lamar, Lupe Fiasco. And then you have like the old school like Tupac, Biggie Smalls, yeah. um, Big Pun. Who else? So basically, do you like your rap music to have a little bit of substance to it? Yeah. 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 Compared to just like Lil Pump. Yeah. <laughs> and Lil Uzi. Yeah. Like they have their place. I I, do, I can't say do. I don't like them. Mm -hmm. Um I probably like them more than I don't like them, if that makes any sense, but I definitely don't listen seek them out too too often. Yeah. So so Joey Badass is I mean, do you know who Joey Badass yes, is? Yeah. He definitely falls more on the um, lyrical conscious side of rap. Mm -hmm. I don't listen to him too much now. Or at least like his two albums, one or two albums that he came out with in, okay. in recent years. I don't know if that's me just being like, well, I liked him because of his like classic hip hop sound. And now that he's more commercial, I don't like him. Mm -hmm. I, 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 that could be it. But um, I think at the same time, my, just, my music taste has just kind of developed. Mm -hmm. But 1999 was his um, second mixtape. It was kind of the mixtape that really put him on the scene. Mm -hmm. So he's a Brooklyn artist. He's 24. So he's like right okay. around our age yeah so when 1999 came out it was uh 2012 oh wow he would have been 17 okay he would have been 17 i can't believe like i can't even do 24 minus 7 <laughs> easily <laughs> my That's dad insane. would be so disappointed when he hears this <laughs> I, I hope i don't to, well I'm, i am gonna meet him if he's gonna be yeah, a visual get, yeah, oh no <laughs> well he can he can take me aside and, and talk to me about oh, that no. if he wants to. <laughs> he taught me math growing up and yeah. it's not like, I, like I, I can get it. I can do it. It's just like when it comes to simple math, I'm just like, let me get my calculator or let me use my hands at yeah. least. Yeah. Same here. Math was one of my better subjects in high school. Oh, really? And uh, okay. I was like in the advanced classes, which made me not have to take a class in college. So I haven't done any kind of like math, math since, in, then. <laughs> since then. So I feel like my math just is not good anymore but anyways yeah. <laughs> it was a 2012 release so he, he would have been 17 18 years old at the time which 
um, just goes to show like how much talent he had at mm. that age. Mm-hmm. The title of the mixtape just epitomizes the sound. It's 1999, so it, it just is a nice little throwback to the 90s in hip hop. Yeah. Like, Brooklyn hip-hop. He's from Flatbush. And if you don't know what boom bap is, that is quite literally what the drums sound like. Mm-hmm. The boom is the kick, the bap yeah. is the snare. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very similar to Nas, uh, very similar to like Biggie, Wu-Tang, KRS-One, mm-hmm. a lot of other artists from uh, what is known as the Beast Coast, which is the East Coast. That's just a little bit about Joey Badass uh, in general. He, if, if you've watched Mr. Robot, I know I don't, but if any listeners watch Mr. Robot, he is he was on last season. Like okay. He's like an the actor now kind of i don't know he was okay. on, he was on the season of mr robot which which i think might have won some awards it's a pretty popular show yeah so joey came up with pro era which was the rap collective it was he and uh just a bunch of his friends from high school or just the surrounding neighborhood the 1990 mixtape it's a quick listen it's an hour there's production by chuck strangers mf doom now since it's a mixtape the I mean it's on Spotify so the samples definitely were cleared mm-hmm. but like the MF Doom beat was not made for Joey Badass they like just rapped over it mm-hmm. and like there's a Jay Dilla beat on there that was just rapped over and if you guys don't know who MF Doom or Jay Dilla are look them up because they are some of the best producers of all time nice. um, Knowledge who is produced for Anderson Pack Earl Sweatshirt um, Static Selecta who's produced for Action Bronson Freddie Gibbs so the production is incredible the bars are incredible mm-hmm. the features are great because it's all of the features are pro era, and there's one song at the end called Third Eye Shit that is like a cipher. All the members, 12, 12 minutes long, each member raps for about a minute, minute 30 seconds, That's awesome. and it's the same beat for 12 minutes. Yeah. Personally, I'm still am not sick of it. I could play that over and over, over again, and over and over again yeah. because you get just a different voice every minute or so, mm-hmm. you get a different flow, you get um, different lyrics, of course and just a different energy and that's that's one of my favorite songs off of it to go a little bit deeper into my favorite songs yeah um hard knock featuring cj fly is one of the more popular ones along with survival tactics those are the ones that have videos on youtube that kind of like brought them into the limelight and they kind of they, they sound again like nas and wu-tang uh mm-hmm. waves was another one that has a music video it was directed by vashti who's like a really famous music video director. She's done stuff with Chance, I believe, and other people. Can't think of any off the top of my head, but um, she's one of my inspirations, which is kind of weak that I just said she's one of my inspirations and I don't know much. (laughs) But like from from the Waves, the Waves video specifically, that was one of the music videos that I was like, holy shit, I want to do music videos. I want to like do video. Mm -hmm. So that like really struck a chord with me. So that's why Waves is one of my favorite tracks. And honestly, top to bottom, it's just like, yeah, just like, I don't know, it's just a good time. It's just got an energy to it that's yeah. like relaxed. I guess I, I think that's the point is to kind of bring you back to a nostalgic period in New York yeah. in the 90s, mm-hmm. even though it's 2012. I think the they, stoop and... Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. They do a really good job of kind of transporting you back there. That's good. Um, I like that. I, I just think it's crazy that he was, not, he was 17 when he made this. Mm. So around that time, we also had Chance... Who was who? Chance is twenty five now, so Chance was like seventeen, 17 eighteen. Yeah. Uh, Mac Miller, who obviously is no longer with us, yeah. rest in peace. He was twenty six, or it, he was twenty six, so he would have been the same age same as well. Age, yeah. Um, Earl Sweatshirt was oh. is twenty five, so he would have been seventeen, eighteen. And I, I, again, I don't mean to like shit on hip hop or rap music, because I do listen to it. I'm not going to be a hypocrite, mm-hmm. but um, I just don't 
think we have the same type. I mean, just think, I mean, Joey, Earl, Chance, Mac Miller. Now we have, I wrote these names down, (laughs) YBN, Namir, TK, Lil Pump, Rich Brian. Yeah. Uh, It's just a different trend. The music is just different. It is different. People are kind of, I don't know if cookie cutter is the right word, but it's a little cookie cutter. It's the beat. It's kind of like J. Cole's song, Middle Child, where he's trying to, he's saying like there's he's like the middle child of mm-hmm. there's a new school and the old school and he's stuck yeah. trying to like figure out like not where he stands because he knows where he stands but he's like just understand like the generation yeah but i feel like with the new music that's coming out like you know us being us and understanding like hip-hop and going around like the 90s era like you know listening to that stuff on the daily and then hearing this new stuff is kind of like whoa but yeah. um in a way i see like it's also they're creating music for people they know about. Yeah. You know, even though it's, like, a different beat, is like, there are people who actually, like, are diehard of fans of, yeah. like, Lil Pump and... Yeah. Yeah. And they yeah. like that sound and, like, the words, and it's definitely different because I'm like, the words make no sense. Yeah, like, he's no. singing this but and you're that. Not, like, what? <laughs> you're not listening to it for that. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. And like I said, I, I listen to it. Mm, true. And, and I, I true. enjoy I listening to it when course. I'm in the mood. Mm-hmm. Um but if I'm looking at it from a like a hip hop perspective, and like I don't know, I, I, I wouldn't. It's not even like quite hip hop to me. And I know I was just throwing it, a lot of names yeah. at you, but they're just kind of. It's different, you it know. Is, I, I'm yeah. not. I'm not trying to come across as like being super negative about the state Correct. of that part of music. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I guess it's just kind of like more of a, trying to be more observational. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just feel like the talent. Basically, what I was saying with that comparison of like those those rappers like Earl and Chance and, and Joey compared to like the, the young kids mm-hmm, now mm-hmm. I just feel like there was more talent than in a, in a pure lyrical technical from okay. a technical standpoint rather than like a business standpoint because mm-hmm. the, these guys know how to appeal to a crowd of nowadays course, um, and the producers I think it's almost like a it's a really good platform for producers to really showcase their stuff too because mm-hmm. it, it really is about the beat I'm not yeah. going to listen to that to Lil Pump if the beats suck. Because mm-hmm. I'm not going to listen to his voice so, over a shitty words, beat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So It's like, if the beat is good, then hey, I'm right. riding with it. But yeah, I totally understand, yeah. 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 That, that actually, kind of, I'll, I'll just transition out of that into into your item, mm-hmm. or your your lack of item. I'm going to call you out because <laughs> you have a, a, a specific one. I actually it's think so it's... Hard <laughs> it is, okay, well, now, answer me this. So, um, why don't you have, like, a specific item? And I and I, I want to say it's totally fine that you don't because yeah. I think that's kind of the... Just the beauty... It's my it's my show. Yeah, okay. I can do what I want. We can do what we want. Because, <laughs> like, if I say one thing, I want to say the other thing and... Right. It's like a chain reaction. Like, a okay. chain reaction to... So, so you want to go... Let, so, so, so you want to go in, like, music. a... Yeah, yeah let's, let's, let's go in that music. direction. What yeah. music... What is your favorite... Like, what music has influenced you maybe in the past and now? Past was a little rock and roll, heavy metal. Mm-hmm. Um, do you listen to heavy metal? Yeah. Do you listen to it now still? <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. I <laughs> I think that's all. I, I go I back to I it. Like, awesome. yeah. the other day I was listening to Red Jumpsuit Apparatus and... Are you kidding? Breaking Benjamin and... On my drive home, I went home this past weekend, so like Friday, two yeah. days ago... And my girlfriend and I were listening to Red Jumpsuit Apparatus, oh, yes. My Chemical <laughs> Romance, because I just, for some reason, it's like once every like two years, or like, maybe not that long, once every six months, I'm like, I want to listen to this stuff that I yeah. listened to in middle school. <laughs> yeah, I know, I feel like yeah. I go, I do it at least like once a week, where I'm just like, yeah. alright, today is 
It's like a vibe. It, it's a vibe. It's a, it's, yeah. yeah. It's like I wake up in the morning. I'm like, all right, maybe day parade. Let's put mm. it all. Let's go yeah. <laughs> from from then on. Um, so yeah. So growing up, I was listening to a lot of that because I was playing guitar and I wanted to. Mm. I want. I guess wanted, I wanted to be an acoustic player or something. Start a band to be part of a band. It's funny because I just started a band, but it didn't <laughs> work out oh, that no. great. Yeah. Yeah. But it's fine. It was more yeah. just like. We were kids and right. Yeah, I was in a band too in, oh, hey. in middle school for like two weeks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, and then now I guess I listen to a lot more hip hop. I still listen to rock and roll. Um, I'm giving pop a chance where I'm like diving into Ellie Golden. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, Charlie XCX. Yeah. Lana Del Rey. Like Justin Bieber. Type. Justin. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Just you like Justin Bieber. Oh, I didn't, and then he mm-hmm. dropped the album. Was it Purpose? I don't the know. Black and White. <laughs> He's like, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that changed who he was as an artist because a lot of people who are not Justin Bieber fans were all of a sudden like hip to this album. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that album was great. Yeah. Like, I loved it, and it was like very well curated mm-hmm. of how, like, when you listen to a song from start to finish. And it was just good. And yeah. I was like, wait, I'm a. I'm a be I'm on the be with fever right now. Like, yeah. what is this? Yeah, but um, I don't think he has dropped anything, or maybe he's, like, I don't think so. Did a couple I, like not that I know. features. Yeah, I there. liked him on Coloring Book, Chance's album Coloring Book. He I yeah. can't think of the name of the song because uh, again I, I don't know if this is similar, but I I liked Acid Rap from Chance like way better than Coloring Book. Mm-hmm. Not to say I didn't like Coloring Book, but I liked that when Chance was making that kind of music more. Yeah. So I don't know the name of the song, but there's the song with Justin Bieber featured on it that I that I was, that was like, good. oh, ju- yeah, Justin's cool on this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. By association. <laughs> <laughs> True. He's fine. Just, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, whatever. But and yeah. then, yeah, I listen to a lot of Drake. I'm a huge Drake fan. How do you feel about him doing, I don't know, different things? Like, do you, I'm for it. I yeah. No, I am it, too, yeah. but I, the execution aside, I don't know how I felt about it exactly. I think it was good music, but... Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, who am I to tell him what kind of music to make? True, but, uh, but, true. Uh, yeah, there's certain songs. Uh, Obviously, there's going to be songs that he creates and puts out that I don't vibe with or you don't vibe with. It's just, I feel like he's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he puts out a lot of stuff. I just... He does. Yeah. And it's great. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, so this is a more biased conversation. Right. Yeah. I no, know. yeah. Well, I mean, it's a popular bias. A lot of people like Drake, so... Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, trust yeah. me. I've gotten that before where they're like... Drake is crap. All he does is sing and whine, and yeah, I'm, I'm like, if you don't like him, don't listen to him. Like, right. <laughs> yeah. So what else? What else do you like? Oh, okay. Um, like, do you like any movies? Do you have a favorite movie? A Law Abiding Citizen. I haven't seen that. Are you serious? I think it's on Netflix. I think you it's should... on Netflix too. Yes, it is on Netflix. You um, should watch it. It's is Denzel amazing. in it? No. Oh fuck! I was like, should Jamie, I ask that? Because I'm gonna sound like an idiot <laughs> no. and like ignorant. <laughs> No, Jamie Foxx. Oh, okay. All right. Was in it, and what's it about without spoilers? Basically, a man getting revenge. Okay. Like not even revenge, just like justice. But also while abiding by the law. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the ending, I was not a big fan because uh-huh. I was rooting for the good slash bad guy, but mm-hmm. whatever. Um, still a great movie. Um, also into Marvel. I haven't seen a lot of classics. Mm-hmm. So the other day, I just finally watched Goodwill Hunting. And I haven't seen that. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so my people are, people are listening to this being like, what? I know, like, what are these you yeah. talking about? Like, I know that my brother has 
uh, with his fiance this thing where they have a jar with movies in it, mm-hmm. and if they want to watch a movie but don't know what they want to watch, they, they... just go in and pick one out. Oh, I, I like that's that. That's an awesome idea. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm that, stealing yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. I'm definitely going to use that because I feel like I'm always scrolling through Netflix even though I have a list going on. Right. And I was like, am I in the mood of watching that or do yeah. I really feel like watching that? Yeah, so music and movies. Music and movies. It's another, like, I feel like with creatives, when they have, like, music and movies, in a way it inspires them, too, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's just me, because I... No, definitely not. Yeah, I always yeah. find myself, especially in movies, um, in the beginning, I used to try to figure out who the director of photographer was, mm-hmm. and I used to, like, jot their names down, and, like, go yeah. research what they, they're doing, how they got into it. And um, with music, it's just, like, in a sense, get to feel what they feel, but in your way you're creating your own different memories and for example like where you're listening it or who you're listening with you know every thing involving music and movies is all about creating a feeling and also getting to feel like what the director or the musician the producers putting out there you know yeah i'm 100 so. percent agree i mean yeah. that's why i'm doing what i do because i i like to see other perspectives and mm-hmm. try to like figure out what people were thinking when they were making stuff especially yeah. if it's if it, in in music especially if it doesn't have lyrics mm-hmm. if you can just hear if you just I just try to figure out what the producers were going through or what they were thinking when they were when they chose that specific note or that tone or that instrument mm-hmm. and I think it's really really fun and more often than not it, my interpretation is never what they they mm-hmm. made like what mm-hmm. what they were going for when they made it and and uh I, I mean that's just what art is all about yeah it's just forming your own ideas and oh. and observations and comparing and contrasting them with the person who created mm-hmm. the art yeah I know so. for a while I I didn't use like watching music videos because like when I listen to a song I kind of created my own visuals in my mm-hmm. head and then when you see the music video you're like it's good yeah. like not saying it's bad but it's just like it's hard not. to go back to yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah that's not what I visualize and, right. <laughs> but it's also interesting because there are some music videos out there um, that when you listen to the song you don't think that's what they'll go with mm-hmm. regarding visual right but it's great because that's an also another creative outlet that they're putting out and how they just intertwine you get a better it's a it's a another vessel of connection Mm -hmm. you get to because you're trying to connect with the the artist that's the whole purpose of art is you're trying to connect with each other Mm -hmm. so you have one layer which is the music and then you know you try to form a connection and try to feel what they're feeling Mm -hmm. or try to just develop your own feeling from it and then you have like a music video and that's a it's another layer and you're like oh okay now i have a better idea of where they're coming from coming from yeah and now i feel like i can either connect with them better mm-hmm. or maybe you don't yeah but 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 it's um, also inspiring too it's very inspiring very inspiring and i feel like i've seen like when you know watching movies it's like oh I could, that could be a dope photo shoot if we did mm-hmm. like that and like or how they edit it because you know every director edits it a little bit different depending on color and um, how they frame it is just great to take like a moving picture and make it still. So yeah, 
Okay, I think that's an excellent spot to end the show on. Just to wrap some things up, if you want to listen to Joey Badass's 1999 mixtape, you can do so on Spotify, on iTunes, wherever you like to listen to your music. But I will put some of the links to that in the show notes, soundcloud.com slash let's show and tell. Rita, where can people find you and Visual Mag and what you're doing? Yeah, so on my personal slash photography, you can follow me at the lovely Rita underscore. And feel free to send any new movies and music to... Yeah, <laughs> that I haven't yeah, yeah. seen maybe I haven't seen him can talk about it and then for the magazine it's at visual mag underscore and you get to see behind the scenes of photo shoots and events and also people's amazing artwork that they share with us awesome is there anything else or anyone else that you want to plug before signing off is there any shout outs oh man I if I give a shout outs I give a shout outs for days so this isn't hey. the Oscar so I won't play I won't play music while you do it so, while I do go, it, so go for it start off <laughs> no um no shout out to you for oh. giving me this awesome opportunity to talk about my story and like what I'm doing it's great and um just keep on doing it because it's thank, awesome yeah. thank you and thank you thank you yeah and anybody out there who's doing anything creative keep going at it um i think i saw this quote and i shared it on my instagram like if no one sees it still create it if no one reads it still write it so basically you should be your number one supporter mm -hmm. and just keep on producing and you never know who you can attract so do it for oh. yourself yeah do it first. for yourself do it for yeah. yourself first because if you do it for people it's gonna just end up discouraging you and you're gonna feel very overwhelmed but if you do it for you and you know what makes you happy go right ahead and shoot for the stars don't stop <laughs> awesome all right well thank you so much for coming on rita thank you and as always sharing is caring peace <laughs> <laughs>